Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazers, and welcome, 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 welcome to episode 144. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to talk about this. This is Confessions of Tia, what I learned from being an entrepreneur for eight years. Ooh, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Before I dive into that, I want to, of course, talk about gratitude. That's how I set the tone, that's how I begin, and all that jazz for each and every episode. And today I want you to think about what skill are you grateful for? What's a talent that you're grateful for? Um, or what is a skill, talent, et cetera, that you witnessed, okay, and you're grateful for witnessing that? Like maybe someone uh, hit a three-pointer, like it's just a, a really crazy shot, or maybe you witnessed someone dancing so elegantly that you were just flabbergasted, you just lost your breath, okay? Um Anything like that, okay? So really think about that. It could be something small. Maybe you are someone who values peace and quiet, okay? (laughs) You have no problem sitting in your room or in your house, and you don't need the TV on, you don't need music on. You could just read a book in peace, okay? So think about that. What I will be grateful for is if you head over to iTunes and rate the show, give a review. I would highly, 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 highly appreciate that. And also, as you know, this helps other amazing people like yourself to find me, connect with me, share the episode with their friends, you know, all that good stuff. So I also want to tell you about the freebie page on the website. So if you don't know, head over to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash freebies because this is where, as I said a few seconds ago, all my freebies are. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) I really need some sound effects for this podcast. But, uh, yeah, so I have a three-part video series there, How to Live Unapologetically. I filmed that while in the Bahamas during my birthday. That was so much fun. I have uh, a seven uh, bullet point download about uh, unapologetic living. There are other things there. Just, you know, there for you to download at your convenience. But just head over to 
tmmariejohnson.com forward slash freebies. And once you get access to that, you have access to all future freebies. So it's just a one-time thing, and boom, you can hop in there anytime you want. Okay? Also, make sure you check out this week's blog post. Okay, so last week was kind of a quickie springtime cleaning. You know, I, I think I gave seven points to uh, spring clean your life. So it's just, you know, really quick, boom, 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 seven points. This week, we are diving a little deeper, guys. I came up with a springtime checklist, 40 must-do things during spring. Okay, there is also a PDF download if you you are just one of those people that goes, hey, Tia, this is great. I need you to put this, you know, in a way that's a little bit more condensed. I got you covered. Boom. So you don't have to scroll all the way down if you don't want to. You get a PDF download, and you'll have that whole image on your screen at one time. The um, The words that are highlighted in that blush color are or the um the words and dates that are highlighted in the blush color are the ones that are time sensitive so it's really unique for just the month of april okay so to get uh access to um the 40 must do things for spring head over to blog.tmariejohnson.com forward slash springtime forward or forward slash springtime dash checklist i will put the links in the description for this episode, okay? So, yeah, this is the last episode of March. Can you believe it? March is Spiritual Wellness Month. I had so much fun uh, giving out information to you guys, and I've been enjoying the feedback that you guys have been giving me, so thank you so much for that. And, you know, this has been a really great month to really focus on spirituality. So, as you know, the last episode of each month is the episode of the Confessions with Tia, dun, dun, dun. And I just want to confess about my journey as a entrepreneur, in particular a spiritual entrepreneur, because I have learned a lot. I have rebranded myself several times, uh, some some unwillingly, <laughs> all right, because I started off as a blogger. That's That's what I was planning to do to blog and heal, just really be behind the scenes, but people wanted to know Tia, go figure. So I, I started to become out more. Um, but yeah, so I, like I said, I, I learned a lot over eight years. So March is really a special month for me because I remember when I received the paperwork back that my business was now officially an LLC. I was like, oh my gosh, woo! It's it's official. Put a stamp on it. Boom. So I have here 21 points. I may throw a couple more in there if I remember something, but this is what I wrote down. I wrote it out pretty fast because it was just coming off the cuff. Like, yeah, I got to tell them this. I got to tell them that. So if you are someone who does not own a business, you're not planning to own a business, some of these things can still apply to you, or you can share this episode with someone who you know is on that entrepreneurial path. So one is the glamour comes later, and I mean like way later. I know there are people out there who have successful businesses early on. They had to maintain that, you know, as, as with anything else. But what I learned is that everyone course is different. And while, yes, I wanted 
to uh, be established well before I turned 30. Yes, I was living on cloud nine. What I learned is that it's best to study the backgrounds of wildly successful people because all that glitz and glamour comes later. And later is a relative turn. I don't know when later will come, but the full on uh, glamour of just you know, having a, a really, really huge team on your side and, you know, people um, knocking down on your door instead of you knocking down a lot of people's doors. Uh, people want to know things about you, just, you know, whatever else comes with that. So that comes, a lot of that comes later, even though you might see some in trickles, but the the whole nine comes later. Uh I also noticed there were hints of me wanting to be an entrepreneur during my childhood years. And the reason why I bring this up is because when I have children, I know that I will be uh, paying a lot, and I mean a lot of attention to the things that they do because I know that I will see some things in them that I can help bring out, help them to flourish in that area. Okay, so I would make believe that I owned a mall, I drew out, well, my kid version <laughs> and preteen, okay? So we're thinking, uh, I want to say like, maybe like 12, 13, maybe even a little bit before that, I drew out a whole picture of a mall and all the stores that were going there and sort of a water fountain. I had a soda fountain, <laughs> okay, things like that. I also wrote uh, uh, talk shows, so I would just write questions out, what the host would say, and I, I may believe, Yes, and it was really, really cool. So those are just some of the things I did as a kid uh, that were more business-oriented. So, yeah, just start paying attention to some of the things that your, your children are doing because I know that there are some women who listen to this show who are mothers. But also, if you are trying to figure out your purpose or maybe you are um, looking to change the course of your life, whatever stage you're at right now, you know, because I know that some people want to transition in their job, not necessarily an entrepreneur, but maybe just change careers. Think about some of the things you were interested in when you were a kid. So next is some things sound sexy, but is it worth it? And when I say that, I mean, I remember when I hired my first PR person, I felt like a big shot. Like I have a PR rep even though I'm, yeah it's like yeah even though I, I knew it wasn't that serious I was like I have a PR person okay thank you I'm official yeah <laughs> it didn't work out the way I wanted it to but I learned a lot I didn't know the right questions to ask um, I, I just didn't know a lot of things this was really early on in my business but I remember feeling so official, not high and mighty, just like, yeah, I got a PR person. I have someone, you know, who's on my team and it's not my brother. <laughs> okay. So you really have to think about when, when you go spend your money, especially if you're, if money is involved, you really have to figure out, is it worth it? Because what you don't want is to have this deep regret of, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have purchased that or purchased this because you got caught up in 
the sexiness of it all as opposed to, oh, I purchased a course or I worked with that person and then pan out, right? That's not necessarily your fault, okay? Next, you will make mistakes over and over again. I have learned a lot, and you're probably going to hear me say that about five more times. Uh, I One thing I have learned is to start asking the right questions, okay? And another episode that's coming up is uh, where I talk about your success team, okay, where you personally pick the people who are going to help you get to certain places in life and in business. And this isn't about using people because you're also going to help them. This is about you, you, uh, your team building process. So that's the next episode. But um, yeah, so one is that I learned to ask more questions and the right questions. And I did this just through asking other people, hey, does this sound right to you? I asked people who know a little bit about marketing and business and then I ask people who know nothing about business and entrepreneurship because at the end of the day it's that vibe, the energy that you get off of someone. So even if you can't quite explain why you shouldn't do business with this person, it you just you just know. You don't have to fully explain it. You might save yourself a whirlwind of trouble even though the pot looks sweet. Okay. Um, another thing I learned is that there's almost always a cheaper way to do something, almost always, okay, up to a certain point. So if you're starting out, you don't have to buy the $1,000 um, uh, email system or, you know, the webinar package, all that. You can get the $100 package because you're just starting. Even if you're mid-level, you can reevaluate what you're, what you are, uh, where you are investing your money. And if it isn't working out the way you planned or you don't use something as often, you know, there are different alternatives. So that's one thing I learned. So I don't have to go all out right away. Okay. I can, again, start off with the smaller package. <laughs> and the third thing I want to tell you about making mistakes, and these are more like lessons being learned. I don't like saying mistakes often, but a lesson learned is that you can always add something on. You can always change something, but you really just need to get your stuff out there. And that's one pill I had to swallow because I wanted things to look picture perfect. I wanted this. I wanted that. You know, I'm talking about a website here, and, you know, it's it's all well and good, but things cost money, okay? A lot of it, in some cases, I designed my first website, and that took a lot of time, and I paid someone, and that cost money, and then I designed my own website again, and it's a lot of back and forth. With me, I am huge on detail to the point where it will delay things. So uh, I just needed to just get it out there. Right, and and just add stuff later. And number five, you will be disappointed time and time again. I can't even begin to tell you uh, some of the people I have experienced over the eight years, uh, just in business and in life, who have just reminded me that the number one person I should be looking up to is me. The number one person who I need to validate me is me. 
And I don't have to give people a second or third chance if I don't want to. Now, you may think, wait a minute, Tia, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're a spiritual person. Doesn't everyone deserve a second chance? It depends on the magnitude of the situation because some people don't deserve a second chance. I'm sorry that I had to say that. Not really. <laughs> but uh, like the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Some people, they don't really deserve a second chance. And I have given people a second chance because I think, you know what? Let me have a heart. And time and time again, they really don't need that second chance. So people will disappoint you. People will drop the ball on you. Many things will happen. And sometimes it's not that they're being malicious. It's just things happen, okay? It, it, it happens to many people. So don't worry about it unless someone's actually being mean or vindictive or something like that. Don't take it personally. Six, you will have low-key haters, okay, and and you, you will wonder why. And what I notice is that some people just don't want to congratulate you. And I didn't realize this until someone told me about this. And it's, it's very interesting how people will find the most crazy things to not like about you. But don't worry about that. It's it's not our business unless it has to be our business. For example, if, if someone's just being really, really, really mean because they're jealous of your success and it's just starting to translate into other areas in your life, then then that's your business. But yeah, it's, it's just it's something that happens. It's unfortunate, but you will have those low-key haters. By low-key, I mean the subtle things. As I stated a few moments ago, they may drop the ball on you. Now, how can we tell the difference if they are dropping the ball on purpose versus not? You have to look at the person. That's, that's the easiest and most direct way I can explain it. Okay, but just know that the more successful you become, that's what is going to happen. Number seven, you will feel like you can do more. I know I always feel like I can do more. Even when people say, oh, yeah, I love that thing you put out there. Or you said something that just clicked for me. And I was like, yes. And I'm thinking, that's great. And I want to do more. <laughs> it's one of those things, guys. I don't know what to tell you. Whenever I do something, I'm like, that's awesome. That's great. What's next? <laughs> And I had to remind myself, relax, okay? You're going to do more, but enjoy this right here, right now, all right? And be okay with that. Eight, you will want to take every class, especially if it's an influencer, but does it resonate with you? And this sort of goes back to what I said earlier when it sounds sexy. Um, there was an influencer, well, not was, this influencer is still around, that I I just didn't resonate with them. It's something about their energy. It just doesn't feel authentic. I can't put my finger on it. And someone actually wrote a blog post about this actual person. And I'm just thinking, I know I wasn't the only one. <laughs> Here's the thing. Don't take all these extra courses because 
someone's like, oh man, you, you have to taste it because so and so is doing it, and they can't really give you a firm reason why, besides the fact that their brand is so big that everyone just flocks to them. Because here's the thing: you are investing a lot of money into a webinar um, because there are some paid webinars, uh, a workshop, a retreat, but you really have to do the work afterwards, not just while you're there. You can get pumped up, you can get excited, you can buy the books, the tapes, all that, but you still have to do the work afterwards. So I don't want you to be one of those people who attend events, attend the workshops, all that jazz, and you're kind of stuck because you just didn't follow through for whatever reason because maybe that person really didn't resonate, you know, or maybe their work didn't resonate with you is what I'm saying. So I don't want you to get caught up in taking all these workshops. Make sure that it fits your, your bill. So is it affordable? Um, will it actually help you? Will you do the work? <laughs> okay. Can this person be, accessible? Do they have a private Facebook group? Can you talk to them on Instagram? How, how can you interact with this person? That's key too. All right, so think about all that before you uh, get a, a course or anything with someone who has a big name. I don't have anything against big name people at all, but I don't want you to get caught up in that wave just because. Next. You will feel like, at least I know I have, that, and I want to say imposter, I just felt like, who am I to talk to these women who are way older than me, like they're old enough to be my mom? Here's the thing. We can be relatable on different levels. There are some people who are married with children, married without children, people who love to travel, people who are foodies, people who love spirituality, but more on the consciousness intuition side. There are people who are spiritual, but they're really, really woo-woo. And they're just, we are so dynamic. And I relate to people on so many different levels. And that's what I had to learn. Okay. Instead of being this, oh my gosh, at the time I was 20 something thinking like this, like I'm 26, I'm 27, and I'm talking to women who are in their 40s. I'm old enough to be their child. Who am I to talk to them about spirituality and and uh, and uh, all the things under that umbrella? But it worked, and they wanted to know more about me. So I thought, okay, there is something here. So that's what I really had to learn is it's okay. <laughs> I'm not an imposter. I am uh, someone who just come as I am. And if you meet any one of my friends, they will tell you Tia is Tia. Before anything else, before being a woman and all that stuff, she's just Tia. And I like it like that. Next I have here, uh, yeah, so you, well, I know I have invested a lot of money in, in my business. And and it scared me. It scared me many a time because I started my business just a few years out of college. And I quickly learned that a lot of a lot of funding will go to expenses the first couple of years. And I remember when I filed my taxes, the third year I spent 
I think it was like $7,000, something like that. And I was thinking to myself, that could have been in my bank account. You know, it's just, I could have went on another vacation, but uh, I rebuilt the website again. Huh. <laughs> so it, it really, really scared me because I, and I think I talked about this in my second book. I, I just had this, and, and I don't want to say fear, it's more like a, a concern that if I spent my money in my business, a large sum of money, which to me is anything over $500, if I spent that money, then what if something happened and I needed it? You know, like what if I, I should just put more money in the savings or more money in the emergency fund? That that money should have gone there to, to build it up, build it up, build it up. And I have to tell you, that, that big, crazy emergency thing never happened. <laughs> it was only two little minor things that happened, and I had the money for it. It wasn't even for me. I was helping out someone. So I just had to calm myself down and really look at my relationship with money and not be afraid to invest in my business, and in particular, marketing. Because if no one knows who I am, then <laughs> nothing happens, right? So I had to make sure that I had money for ads and, you know, money for um, pro so I know I can have my business colors in there and, you know, hire people to do different things for marketing alone. And I had to get really comfortable with that. So that was one of the things that I had to get over um, throughout the years. Next is small breaks. I had to learn that when I first began my business, I want to say probably the first and second year, uh, my lifestyle mainly was work 10 hours a day, go to the gym for about three hours, and then work on my business. But here's the thing. Working on my business meant from uh, about 10 o'clock at night to 1 or 2 in the morning. Then I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be at work by 6 o'clock in the morning. So I was not getting much sleep. And my tricked-out HP laptop broke, so I had my smaller Acer laptop. So I was hunched over typing, <laughs> creating videos <laughs> or editing videos at this point. Uh, things like that, and my brother told me years later that he and my mom were worried for my health because I wasn't getting any sleep, okay, and he said, yeah, like, you were looking crazy, so uh, I take breaks now. I take breaks. I do time blocking. I set, uh, it takes me about three hours to write a blog post, so I set my phone alarm for three hours, I get the going, I take a break, about an hour break, and I get back to it, okay? And I, I even take time for self-care. I go to the gym, the steam room, the whirlpool. I make sure I, I do that, okay? But with the mindset of this is part of my wellness, not something like a chore as when I started my business a few years ago. Next is about keeping your day job. I know some entrepreneurs are very excited to, you know, go all in because it's like go all in or go home. Here's the thing. I value healthcare, and I value still being able to buy stuff for myself. So until I hit certain points in my business, I'm keeping my day job. <laughs> it's just there's no sense 
in me doing otherwise. It, it really isn't. So there's no shame in that, and I think people need to hear that more often. It's the smart thing to do. I mean, would I have way more time on my hands to cater to my business, and could that have grown grown my business faster? Maybe, but I doubt it because I wouldn't have any money in <laughs> the first couple of years to fund anything. So uh, I need to make sure, and, and this also is something that, you know, you should be thinking about too is, you know, healthcare expenses. Uh, it doesn't matter if you don't get sick often, you still need regular checkups, okay? Um, and even if you have that seasonal thing, I forget what it's called, but during the fall and winter months, you don't get enough vitamin D, you know, you have to, some people take vitamin D pills. I think you get them over the counter now, but, you know, it's different things. Um, you know, you got to pay for food, other expenses, your phone bill, things like that. All that matters. And it's it's so easy to say, you know, go all in or go home. But the fact of the matter is, it's not that simple. So, you know, before I take that leap, as people say, take the leap, I need to hit certain points. It's just a risk. It's not a it's not a calculated risk. Next, your health will fluctuate. I know my health did. You know, when it's something that I love to do, which is my business, I can type on and on and on and on and on. <laughs> okay. Uh so I I have to make sure that I am not stressing myself to get things done. And most more importantly that I'm not allowing myself to become burnt out because that was the thing back then. I was so consumed with studying spirituality and my business that I didn't focus on the physical. So I was eating whatever, which means I gained weight. <laughs> okay. So my friend just told me, she's like, Tia, you gotta, you gotta uh, remember that, you, you know, you have to focus on your body too. You know, you need to, to be more conscious of what you're eating. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, my health did fluctuate, especially in the beginning where I wasn't getting much sleep. Uh, people will go. Some people you will connect with and, um, and, and you'll be able to work with them time and time again. And sometimes you part ways with people and – it's not that anything bad happened. It's just sometimes one person goes one way and you go the other, and that's that's that. I mean, it happened with me with some people, and sometimes we circle back because we just do our own, our, our, uh, our own thing. So there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, sometimes friends go. The more I dive into my business, the less time I have for um, some people. There are some people who, you know, they're around and, and we're deep, close friends, things like that. But now it's it's just so different because I'm just really so focused on my business working and just tweaking things and making sure I'm connecting with the right people and really putting out good content that I, I just get it when, when some people aren't there and I don't take that personally. Some things will no longer interest you. I know with me, some things just don't interest me as much. I don't watch nearly as much TV as I used to. I still have things in queue on Netflix that I haven't watched. Um, even with shows like The Walking Dead, I just had to 
binge watch it because I would just skip so many episodes because I'm doing other things for my well-being, self-care, business, things like that. Um, so watching TV really, I'm I'm just not that interested anymore in a, in a lot of programs. I mean, I still am interested in The Walking Dead. I just don't watch it every Sunday like I used to. It just ends up me DVRing it, and then what? Then on a weekend, a Saturday, I just when I'm taking time for myself, I'm watching it. Ben's watching it. So next is. What I realized is that with some things only other entrepreneurs are going to understand in the newsletter um, for next week, I wrote about how, yeah, I write my newsletters ahead of time sometimes. Um, for next week, I wrote how I I don't care to cook. I can cook. I can cook a mean steak and a mean salmon, among other things, but uh, I I just, I don't care to cook. And I've been trying to find someone who I can delegate that task to to cook um, a couple of nights a week for me. There's something really healthy, uh, but when I tell non-entrepreneurs that, the common response I get is, well, why don't you just make time or meal prep or something like that? I could meal prep, but I like my food hot when I come in the house sometimes uh, unless it's meant to be cold, I, I just, yeah, I can only eat some things about two days back to back, maybe three, but the whole meal prepping is just not appealing to me. I just don't care for it. I don't. So other other entrepreneurs understand that. They go, yeah, yeah, I found someone who comes in and cooks or they order from Blue Apron or I forget the other name. And they have, so basically they have groceries sent to them and they don't mind cooking. So that's a different uh, scenario. But yeah, delegation is key. And again, only really other entrepreneurs understand that for some reason you would think that more people would just get it. And in some cases, other people do get it, but sometimes it's one of the things where only other entrepreneurs understand it, and I accepted that over the years. Next is, I know I used to think, like, is this really right for me? When things weren't panning out fast enough, I'm, I am an impatient person, and I've been working on that over the years, gotten better, but still, every now and then, I just get impatient. But what I have learned is that there are a lot of things that I still had to learn. And one thing you should know is that I never, ever, ever compare myself to someone. You will hear me or hear me or you would see in something that I write where I would state facts about uh, following someone and see what worked for them, but basically stay in your own lane because it's just, it's really just a setup. And I'm so glad that that's one thing I've never done is compare myself. I admire but I don't compare. So when I said earlier that some people do see business success year two or three, something like that, awesome, but everyone's on a different path. I know there are still things that I need to learn, like confidence in my business. As I was saying earlier, I was talking to women who were twice my age. <laughs> so that was just a time to take a deep breath. They like what you're saying. You're doing something right. 
So I had to learn that, okay? And I'm all right with that. Next is, it may, oh, well, this goes to what I was just saying. It may take longer than expected. And that's because there's things that I had to learn. Um, 18, I had to be wise with money, the team, and myself. So I really had to figure out the people who I needed on my team. And I didn't know who I needed. I, I would ask the question in certain Facebook groups, hey, who do you have on your team? And so I learned that a virtual assistant really is crucial, crucial to have on your team. And I am so thankful I have the most amazing virtual assistant. Um, she's, yeah, she's she's all that. Uh, I also have someone on my team who helps me with my Instagram. So she, uh, she, what do you call it? She plots out how the pictures are going to be set. So we work in Trillo, and that's just a website where you upload pictures and documents, and there's a calendar in there where you can establish due dates, and I just upload a bunch of pictures in different categories, and she coaches me on uh, on the theme of my Instagram based on my brand colors. So because of her, I literally went out to New York and Company and bought a bunch of rose, well, rose blush color, those tones, um, blouses. And I got a rose color jacket. And the other color of my business is like a deep red. And so we're sticking to that theme. And now I have a better idea of how uh, my Instagram should look and the filler should give. So she helps me with my Instagram. All right. And I probably probably will be having more people on my team as I go along. Um, my my uh, one of my friends helped me with the pictures for my blog post. So he comes over and uh, we set up. He takes pictures. So he's also part of the team. <laughs> so it's just a whole crew that I'm, I'm building there. And I like it. Even wise with my money, uh, I am way more conscious with the online courses that I take, especially the bigger ticket ones. I um, only took well, one I will be starting, but the two big ticket online courses I have took and I have benefited from greatly and I highly recommend that you take them. And no, I'm not getting paid to say that is uh, Marie Forleo's B-School, Cameron Luna's B-True, Brand You, and I just enrolled in Selena Sue's uh, Impacting Millions. So um, far as the smaller, uh, as by smaller, I mean as like small, like smaller, like they're not big, but I mean, like, as far as t a dollar value. Uh, of course, I took on Instagram and Pinterest. That has helped very well. Uh, just getting educated about that, those uh, platforms. So it, it all worked out well, but I'm more critical of how I spend my money now because I know that I can't get it back, <laughs> for one. And two is I, I need to be more critical. I need to ask, is this fair and reasonable? What would I be learning, et cetera? Next is, you know, self-care is not optional. It just isn't. As I stated earlier, my health was at risk. So self-care is not optional. I implement that every day in different ways. I learned how to ask the right questions, as I said earlier, in 21. 
I just have here, keep things to yourself. Yeah, there are just some things you just cannot share with anyone. Um, I mean, with the exception of your team and, you know, maybe um, like two other people, your closest friends or something like that. But when it comes to business plans and even some life plans, it's best to keep it to yourself until you get to a point where negative criticism won't bother you or even certain criticism that really isn't needed. For example, it just could be as simple of, oh, you should wear a blue dress instead of a purple dress. And you're just like, I was feeling a purple dress. And someone might say, yeah, but you look nice in a blue dress. And you're like, yeah, but I was feeling the purple dress. So I'm going to wear the purple dress. So it's constructive criticism in a way they're saying blue is very flattering on you. However, you're thinking or you're feeling that you are more connected with the color purple, which is why you're picking a purple dress. And also, the previous episode, I talked about the power of color, so check that out. But that's what I have for you. I know this was longer uh, than normal, but that's what I learned uh, over the eight years in business. Of course, there's more, but those were the things that came to mind when I wanted to tell you guys about my crazy, crazy ride on this entrepreneurial journey, uh, and I guess one major question all entrepreneurs face is uh, like, is it worth it? Or maybe sometimes I think about quitting. I know at times it felt like, should I continue on with this? Because as I said earlier, it's just taking longer than expected. And the answer is hands down. Yes. I think that's the question that we all have to go through. Even in, in life, if you're going through a relationship, is this worth it? This job offer, is it worth it? This thing you're about to do with yourself, maybe go all in at the gym and get a trainer. Is this worth it? Is this worth it? Is this, yes, you just got to stay the course. Stay the course. Don't worry about, but don't get caught up in social media and the numbers and stuff like that. Just stay the course. Stay the course. Document your, your your successes, your losses, if that's, if that's what you want to call it. So that way you can remind yourself of how far you have came and so much uh, footwork past that you have in front of you. All right. So thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful for you. So if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, then you probably should be an entrepreneur, but take those calculated risks. All right. So many blessings to you. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day and be kind to yourself. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Tonight going out is out. Wingstop is up in the flavor of your cruise night in. So get lemon pepper, OG hot, mango habanero, or any of Wingstop's legendary flavors. Introducing Wingstop's Big Night In Bundle. 
25 boneless wings and your choice of three craveable flavors and three delicious dips, all for just $15.99. At participating locations, only at Wingstop. Order online at wingstop.com and let DoorDash deliver your flavor. Just choose delivery at checkout and get at it. Everyone starts their morning a little differently. But for those that like to kick the day off with a delicious breakfast, there's McDonald's. Here's to making your morning routine a little bit better with a sausage biscuit and hash browns at McDonald's for only $1.50. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.